The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. That's it. That's that's Steve. This is the first episode. You can't blame him. No, it's fine. Oh, he's disgusting. He's like a a phlegmy beast. The poor guy. This, this is basically the first episode of Zane's World. Like Are we rolling? Yeah, we're rolling, buddy. So this oh, is th- this is the first episode of Zane's World. Like we are we are rebranded. Now that we've been picked up on podcast one, and and we are podcast one baby. Well, you know what we were doing before. We were talking like every episode was about uh, a different destination, and I felt like that was a little bit restricting. Like, um, like there's things we want to talk about, which we'll get to in one second. But first, I want to mention that uh, the adventure jackets are all available in the store. Uh, oh my eight, god, it's adventure. Zane, he, uh, Zane gave me one last week. Coolest thing ever, dude. These these jackets, I will. I mean, like it, you can order them. Yeah, my so, mother. I came home. My mother in law is like, Stephen, where did you? You get can. The you get them in two days. Oh. So I mean, they 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 just arrived. The Kickstarter backers have all been shipped their stuff, and now you can go to adventure.com, which is the first E is a three for the three trees that we plant. So ADV three N T U R E. Does that make sense? Love it. Dot com. Congratulations com. on that, brother. Thanks, buddy. Um, so go there, get a jacket. They turn into travel pillows. You know, go there, watch a video, check it, check it out. It's amazing. So, all right. So last week, Steve was in the was out in LA. Mm-hmm. I was in the hood, baby. Yeah, and let's let's talk about well, the hood, but let's well, let's talk about well, your hood. Yeah. So so this these are things that we missed out on the ability to talk about when we had the last show. So we have an interview with Tori Belichi coming up uh, after our man. our segment. He is the man. Such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. And but also he told this amazing story of something that happened with a cannonball in <laughs> yeah. MythBusters oh my God. that he has not been able to tell. I don't know if it's statute of limitations or whatever. You better, you better check with them. Make sure you can. But I have it. to. But I have to say one thing. Oh wait, we we, 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 we just we just have we have new audio equipment that we are we're trying to figure out uh, the the setup here, and so the interview with Tori, um, I sound like I'm a, I'm like a mile away. So oh, really, yeah. So I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize so for it. Like a thousand nice, comments. Yeah, it's that. like it sounds like crap. Yourself. I know, but I'm t- but if I'm if I'm saying it right now, then it should we should be covered. No, let people bitch about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we weren't going to mention the technical. Difficulties. No, what we're not mentioning is is the one hour it took us to even get the this one rolling here. But oh my god, I have pictures. Yeah. Mel sent me Z- pictures of your all, all these ideas. leaning over your. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's all new equipment. This should be great. We're we're going to start. I don't know. It's too fancy. Oh it's, I think God. it's it's too high tech for it's me. It's too fancy. Let's I talk think about. We should have rolled on that. That would have been funny. How is that interesting? They, you know what? Email if you would like to hear the behind yeah. the scenes. Steve McKenna world. with a D at gmail dot com. No, Zane's World at gmail dot com. It's not. It doesn't. It, that doesn't exist. Well, I'm gonna get it right now. Don't. <laughs> oh, you're gonna handle our email? That's fine. You know what? That's fine. Do no. it, Steve. Uh, hold you should... on. I'm, I'm pulling up. My no, there's no way it's available. It's not available. And they'll Just never get a new account. Oh, Just do it next week. You don't know. You don't know. Zane's World 69. I, I limped my mic. <laughs> is it? It, t- tighten the thing on the side. Like a squeeze? Other side. Yeah, the other side. Like this side? Uh-huh. Okay, got it. This is so, so no, funny. Up. 
Here we go. I got it. No, it can't be. Yeah, here you go. All right, I'll do that later. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Steve, how about Zane's World sixty nine underscore Steve's a dick at gmail dot web dot com dot net. Yeah, something like you that, that. You know. Yeah. The only thing we can't say on this uh, show is. Oh. You can say dick. Oh, sure, we can say dick. Uh, dick, dick. What about? No, he Steve, can't say that. Can't say that. Oh, okay, he no. didn't tell us. Uh, yes. Zane, you didn't tell us we couldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you say that at home. Uh, well, no, no, it's fine because so the, Sean, our show's producer, has to go and take every time we swear. Oh my god! Like if sucks. I say, f- 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 he's got to reverse all of them. Dude, that's so it sounds like a reversed version of it. Dude, so people don't be well, a dick. Stop saying fuck, you can say dick. Don't no, he's, you he's gonna say, have to reverse it. Well, I know you can say dick. I don't, I don't care about dick. You can't say dick. No, he doesn't have to reverse the word dick. No, not dick. Just fucking. Maybe we Stop should figure out like well, our he... own language of swearing. Like instead of dick, you say like Rick. No, dick's and okay. Instead of we can fuck, say thousands say, of dicks. Like, this is what we okay. can say thousands of times and thousands of dicks. We We're good with that. Or luck. Okay, so let's talk about what we. What Steve was out here last week. We should it was have the recorded best luck and time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I so mean, Zane flew me out and like he pitched me to get. My own little segment for behind the scenes of Four Sheets with BrewDog Network. Set segment? it all up. You were the host. It was awesome, man. Thank you, brother. So, okay. Can we cohesively explain what it was? So Probably not. Okay. So we did, we did three. We did I'll six, let you do that. Thanks. So we did six episodes of, of Four Sheets. And the network likes it so much that they asked us to do like a behind the scenes. But not one episode each episode, like not one episode for the season, each episode of the behind the scenes has its own half hour dedicated. So we talk about all the things we show things that we cut, like things you, like we were in Santorini and the bartender made a shot called the barman's sperm. And I just thought that was too disgusting to put in the show. So we put it in the behind the scenes. So behind the scenes, the, what the name of the, so the Still name of the show is clear. It's- the, the walking dead has the talking dead. Right, so after the episode, they have compare yourself to that. No, I'm sorry. So we have (laughs) four sheets, and then what is the behind the scenes called? Between the sheets. Oh yeah. Between betwixt the sheets. No, it's not betwixt the sheets. It just wasn't clear in that what you were trying to say is that there are six episodes of four sheets all taking place in a different country. Yeah. And now there are six episodes of Between the Sheets. Yes. Which yeah. we shot out here in, in Hollywood. Right. Which I wouldn't really, I don't know if we want to call them an episode, but I Why mean, would we were, you not call it an episode? An experience? I don't know. We're just sitting there. It's interviews, really. It's like an you experience. I mean, it's, okay. I mean, four sheets is an episode. Ding dong. What do you think in, in the world? What is an episode? An episode is is a half hour or whatever it is of programming that that is, is it dedicated really be to that some, long? Yeah, it's a half hour, brah. That's pretty awesome, dude. I know. Yeah, we're going to cut off. We got some good stuff. Okay. I mean, I had but let's blast. be clear that it was hosted by by Ding Dong Dumbbeard, Steve McKenna. He did an I amazing I just job. Don't know if he did fly, I don't, I mean, I'm excited about it. I don't know if he did an amazing job or if because it was Steve, it was like an adequate job. <laughs> and we were just shocked. And we were just so shocked to be <laughs> yeah. called it amazing. And we were yeah. like, "Woo! Exactly. Like, after the first day, we were riding home in the car and Zane's like he's he's talking to Josh and he's like, "Well, Jeez, uh, now that I see that Steve can handle, like, you know, something, he goes, it really opened things up for tomorrow. And I was like, oh, thanks, buddy. Well, because we shot we shot three episodes the first day and three episodes the second day. And by the by the end of the first episode on the first day, okay, so one, one two, and three, episodes one, two, and three. Episode one, Tad, the sound guy, was was 
borracho by the end of it. What's that mean? Yeah, he caught, a, he caught an early buzz. He came over to the interview he an early and buzz. he had one of those uh, water bottles full of uh, water and monkey rum. I'm not sure what the mixture was. Huh? Like a, what do you mean? What do you mean water bottle? Oh, like a like that a, blue water bottle with has all the oh the one that he has like like a like a like a sports bottle. Yeah, exactly. It's like a liter bottle, and it was full of monkey rum and water. Probably and, wasn't the best idea. Have we pointed and, out that Steve is remote right now? So Steve is in Philly, and we used to bring him in through like the phone and stuff like that, and now we're doing it through the interwebs. And I think it sounds good. Like I think it, it's almost good? like it, yeah, I think it sounds great. I mean, I wish you were here in person. But... Ew, I know you would smell it stink because he just has flatulent issues. You know what? I'm so much more comfortable than sitting on that little bench over in the corner, the pee patch, the McKenna pee patch in your office. It's horrible. What is he talking about? McKenna pee patch. I'm like, like looking I, around right now. I know. I think he means that little bench that's right here. Yeah. That thing? Oh my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because like, it's, cool it's, it's, like, it's like a beautiful bench. It's like yellow, yellow leather or something like that. It's, it's just a light. It's just a light leather. It's okra. Okay. Oh, oh my god. So all right, so so we have that. Let me tell you well, I like this new format because we can we can just say whatever. Honey, if you we call want. the cat up there, he's we can just, he's, we he can can just, just like chat. trip over a wire and just ruin the whole thing. So Oh, he's gonna ruin our lives. That's ah. how we do it. Well, here's some like I have some interesting information. How many people you think have died in the last ten years from selfies? What are we talking about? From selfie photos. I don't know. Uh, like how many years? Ten. Why you got to go dark in the first uh, second? Well, because it, it's a tra- it's a, it's like a travel thing, and people want to go and take these amazing selfies. If you go, okay, it's like 127. That's it? Yeah. No, that's not that. Much. I'm, I, well, I'm sorry well, to disappoint you with the number of. At. I expect more. Well, it's like people go, like you go to Yosemite, and you want to take a picture of of like you. Uh, you want it, you want the photo to be like remarkable. So you have like you standing at the edge of the cliff and then you want to like get a little closer, a little closer. So you get like this amazing shot, like hold the camera up and you got the yeah. cliff in the background. You know, like, I mean, that is, that's an impressive Dane shot. Dane wants me to feel super, 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 super bad. No, I just want you for to. For these people that have passed away taking doing selfies, doing uh, very dangerous. It's very. They were taking a selfie? Yeah. yeah so this happened dangerous. in Yosemite last I saw week. The, I saw the news feed, but I didn't see, I, I just saw that it happened. I didn't see that that's what they were doing. So here, the point is, is that I feel bad for their family and friends because that's a really sad thing that they have to live with. Yeah. But I go there all the time and there's 10 pictures that I legitimately <sighs> want and I want to take them so bad and it'll be so awesome. But I look at it and I'm like, nope. Not worth it. Too dangerous. So there's no handrail. And that's a, no. That's aside from the warnings. It's, there's warnings well, everywhere. Well, the, there's say, like Don't go you're not here. supposed to go here. You're like, not supposed to be go off trail. Is the, 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 whole thing. the photo that I got you for your birthday with Roosevelt and Muir? Yeah, you can't go there. That's it, off limits. Is that the same place that they fell? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if you like uh, Google Roosevelt and and Muir. A uh, very famous photo of the of oh, the president, God, and then horrible. the guy who basically is responsible for the creation of many national parks and that kind of thing. Um, John Muir, um, they have a great photo, and and that is this location. But if you notice, I mean, theirs was a photo documenting it, but they were feet from the edge. They weren't trying to be like you know hot dogs about it. So yeah, so that I mean that happened last week. I mean, and and it, actually by the what that by the way that's the second instance this year. There's another kid that was up at the top of um, Nevada, Vernal Falls. Yeah. No, no, Nevada, the upper one. Uh-huh. Because there's no railings there. You can walk up and they, I mean, you're, it's a national park. Yeah, it's not like a, Disneyland. a lot like, of things, but there's no safety. You have to use your own judgment. Yeah. And these people use So what you're saying is if Steve judgment. Jobs had not invented the, oh, the iPhone, then people wouldn't be taking selfies and they wouldn't have died. I mean, I think at this point somebody would have invented, but I mean, that's not... 
Yeah, Steve, I don't think that's exactly where we're well, going on but, that but, one. Well, but, I mean, it's not the dumbest thing he's ever said. No, no, He said no, a lot no. of dumbest. Well, I mean, I mean it's, we have it's, to rank it's, it. It's, yeah. The, no. First of all, of, of course, it's it's just such a horrible tragedy. I'm like, it's sinking in. Yeah, that's it. all I'm trying to say. I did not know that it was because of a selfie, but... You know, it's 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 kind of a sad spot that you know everyone's going in. I mean, people that have kids and their people are on, or their kids are on their devices all the time. It's like everyone is just sucked into social media. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope and that, and you know, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, actually, just making a podcast. So I think what the moral of the story media, is okay. is let's use more sound judgment when taking photos can't. that it we can't. think we need to share with the can't. public. You can't do that. I mean, people are just going to do it. If you go, have you seen the? If you type in model. Dubai Tower. Yeah, yeah, you showed me that one. Like, before. You, you go and look at that. Like, that is, ugh, it makes my stomach curl. It's just crazy. It's like a girl, hang, guy holding on the girl, and mm-hmm. she's hanging off the side of the building. I mean, it is just like, I get sweaty palms just looking at it. How can that guy okay, drive home? But, ugh. God forbid she fell, would you be like, Mel, you need to feel so bad for her? No. Okay. Because that's what no. I feel like you're yelling it's, at me all the time. It's all about it's all about Maybe the it's... shock value. Like when I was doing theater in college. Oh like, God! You did. Uh, go. you did How the hell did he find a throwback no to that? Yeah. Continue. <laughs> performance theater. Like uh-huh. I directed a play. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. It was my it was my senior thesis. Oh my God! A play. Now he's, you know, this now reminds he's, me when I was princess. As a now, he, now he's showing off the fact that he actually finished college. And I owned so a castle. And in, in, in the play, yeah. I had I had Roberto Figueroa. Go up! Oh my God! Is you're, that a name of somebody? Yeah, you're name dropping. That guy, that guy was me money. Figaro, Figaro, the cat on the Pinocchio. The round, Steve, he, oh my God! It is. It's the cat on Pinocchio. I think, I think you got to let Figaro. him finish. Oh, go ahead, Steve. In the scene, he had to go pee in the corner. That was whatever. So I had him go off up in the thing and pee off the back of the the theater and the round stage into a bucket. So and it was like people like freaked out like he's really peeing. I you know what I don't what have is. anymore people, is that trying thing, to shock the, the public. You know I don't have that is the control pad with sound effects so I could put in beep. Like, <laughs> you can add that in post. No, I'll just be, I'm, I'm just sorry. I digress. All right, so can you delete all that. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. You can't. You can't it let shit an, fall it, out of your mouth and then ask to, re- it to took, rewind. It, it took us an hour to get this podcast like set up going and, and Steve was on Skype the whole time and Steve thought that he was like this is interesting this is what people want to hear what oh let me yeah, try let me I try this wire good. let me try this you're wire like, can you hear me now can, no that's how like, is that Steve what dial can did you, you shut the luck up I did you're, I mean just give me five seconds you remember bro? when I'm Steve like, said we're going to call people Rick instead of Dick because we want to have our own code and we're, <laughs> we just sort of glossed over it and now he's actually <laughs> he going back and code? doing it what the luck lude <laughs> <laughs> I Mel, Mel, you're being a, Mel, you're being a Mitch. You know that. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so check this out. Um, just a little travel information here. These are 15 airlines. I could I could turn this into like a quiz of like, does this exist or not? But some of these are kind of amazing. You'll be surprised that these airlines don't exist anymore. Uh, Continental does not exist anymore. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. ATA, TWA, uh, Aloha. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's not Hawaiian. Oh, I'm thinking Hawaiian. Uh, Kingfisher. Uh, uh, Monarch Air Berlin. I'm skipping over some that aren't just interesting, but Pan Am they don't exist, or they were bought out. Yeah, of course, They're a lot. Most of them because they had a fleet of planes was was absorbed. Um, but then Virgin America and the most amazing Wait, Virgin, one. different um, from Virgin. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Virgin, Virgin America, and then Virgin Atlantic or whatever. The, the, They're the, gone. The the they American gone. one, the domestic one, is gone. What? Yeah. It was bought by Alaska. 
What? Yeah. I really like those planes. Really I know. So nice now, planes. now you get in purple lighting. Right. So now you get into one of those planes, uh-huh. but it says Alaska on the outside. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, Hooters had one. What? So apparently Hooters. So Hooters was making so much money with their airline. With their airline. Sorry. Wait, Hooters wait, was making Hooters? so much money. Hooters, the restaurant. Yeah, the boobs. Was making, we're a Melwort. The, the, work there, dude. Did you ever get a paycheck from Hooters? No. Well, you should have just by going in there. <laughs> you didn't? No. Didn't you do hiring or something like that? I did consulting. Oh, okay. Not, not for them? No, I'm like corporate. We should start like another Hooters and call it Boobers. Yeah, another just, good you know, idea. Little, we should do like one. I'm writing these ideas bar. down. We should do one for... Uh, like for guys that girls would go to and we'll call it cock and balls or just balls because I guess Hooters with balls. Remember in cock days of yore when, uh, hmm. women would talk that's... about men's calves, it should be like that. No, I don't think that about? would bring yeah. much of a family like atmosphere. The, like, I don't know. I don't, I can't think of the year, but like you read all these books and they're, you know, like when there's in royalty and stuff, okay. and they talk about a man's calves and his hose. And his hosiery that went over yeah. the calves, like he had a nice shape. Well, they have like hose. You yeah. Know, it's like a, all the way. Mean, yeah. And they always talk about their calves. Stockings. I mean, you can maybe call it winks and dinks, but I don't think <laughs> cock and balls. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, Hooters, the restaurant, was making so much money that they, that they like wanted to expand instead of, I guess, doing well with what they did. And they, they bought out a, a failing airline and called it Hooters Airline. And, and they had um, two Hooters girls on the plane. And all their, they couldn't do any service because they weren't licensed. And so they were just there for like to go around and like flirt with the customers, I guess. Whatever. It's a good idea to have some uh, Hooters, this, this, this. like it, stewardesses, Hooters. I love how he thinks this, it's a good this, idea. So anyway, they lost $40 million and went oh out of business. Oh, my God. So it was not, Wait, the oops. whole company's out of business? No, oh. no, just the airline. So oh. it wasn't wasn't a good one. Are there still Hooters? Sounds like a tax. There are stu- there there are still plenty of Hooters restaurants and other Hooters proje- uh, products, but not an airline. Huh. So here's one more interesting thing. So you know how you can bring an, a support animal on the plane? Yes. Okay. So so people were uh, bringing on things. Um, so one guy brought on a goat, a support goat. Yeah. And if anyone who's ever been around goats, goats just pretty much just shit all the time. Eat and shit. Yeah. Eat shit. Yeah. And so if you're on a, on a flight for like uh, a goat on a plane, well, brilliant is what it is. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to get myself a goat now. So, so it was like, you it's can a, feed the goat a bomb or something. It's, to go off I like mean, it's a, it's a support, it's a support animal. So anyway, oh and then someone brought on a turkey. It's brilliant. Okay. Someone brought on a pig. Yep. A bird. Yep. And a snake. I like it. So What's this person, Farmer so, John. <laughs> so anyway, so now they basically have announced that what happened was, like, I think the guy got bit by like or something by like a, the turkey. They've just gotten way more strict. But it's such a good story. Can you imagine like you get off your flight and your family's like, "Hey, how was your flight?" And you're like, eh, "I got bit by a turkey." <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I know, but I don't God. think that most people are as. Um, uh, open to that kind of stuff. Oh, I'd be so excited. You love animals. Well, they so carry animal. disease. Oh my god! Oh my turkey See. disease. Oh, they have turkey oh, disease. Bird, oh, can't be good. Bird flu. Oh yeah. Bird flu. One last thing. So Mel, you one may last have, thing. Well, no, you tra- never have one last travel thing. related. Oh okay. That this will. This I think Mel may have uh, it, an opinion on this. Damn right I do. Okay, so. Um, she got, girl got opinion. So this is a shot of. Can can you see this picture on my computer? 
It's basically of a kid that needed to use the toilet. And so the mom put the kid in, or grandma, the grandma, I think, put the kid in the aisle, put the little porta potty oh my God. down, so and then weird. the kid took a dump in the middle of the plane, in the middle of the aisle on that. It's so stupid. Is it? And then, and then she was saying, so now everyone's saying that she's been passenger shamed for doing something. Oh, Lord. Equating it to like breastfeeding. Uh-huh. But breastfeeding doesn't smell, don't smell like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. that's, that's an important piece of information. I mean, that's a little crazy. I mean, go yeah. to the bathroom and do it. So apparently they did it, she did it like twice and the passenger is complying and she got all, you know, upset over it, whatever. Uh-huh. Oh but like, I don't, but I don't even know what they did to get rid of the kid's poop. Why couldn't she just bring the kid back to the bathroom and yeah. set this thing up in the bathroom if she wanted to use it? I mean, the toilet training. Turbulence. <laughs> I get the toilet Turbulence. training in that they've must have yes. they've been making progress and they're like, oh man, now I have to travel and I don't want to set that back. But common. Oh, you, you mean like the family? The family yeah. has been training this kid to use the toilet, mm-hmm. and the kid is probably mm-hmm. afraid of large toilets, but just started using that, yeah. and they don't want to set the kid back. Yeah. But there's also like human decency and respect of those around yeah. you, and, and uh, like the, cleanliness. Yeah. Yeah, hygiene. I mean, yeah. They're just like neglecting that. You can't just, you know, you're not even allowed you to walk the around the cabin, and now you're putting a toilet down in the cabin, and yeah. then having yeah, your so kid now take you have your time a, a on it. Bowl of poop in the middle of the aisle. Okay, great. What do we do with Besides, the like, there's people on the plane that likely don't want themselves or their children to see body parts. You know, things that... It's just a privacy oh. issue. True. It might also have religious I mean, issues, you know, like... It's not a, it's I know, not it's a big, like, it's uh, like milky you, boob. It's like you want... Wow. But, wow. <laughs> so it's like you want to be open one way, um, like to letting people do things, but then you want that person to be... You want them. Want, you want to be respectful to the person letting them do something they need to do, but they. You want them to be respectful back, and I think that's one of the issues with travel and why it's so stressful is that people feel disrespected by each other. Some no, people are considerate. Yeah. I, I saw this whole um, article, and it was just pictures of people barefoot uh-huh. who put their feet through. Shut up. To the to the to other to, to other people's seats, oh, so their feet man. were right there. So there's all these pictures of these or like the people what? that like put a movie on their computer and just play it without headphones, like right by you, dude. Like that's okay, dude. yeah. Or talk on the phone on on speakerphone yeah, right next like to you in the exactly. seat. It's like, are you kidding yeah. me, bro? Yeah, just it's put the phone up to like, your ear. You gotta have. It's just it's it's bad, you know. But the that yeah. toilet thing is ridiculous. Put, I mean, put the toilet in the bathroom. Take it and put the seat down on the toilet in the bathroom. It's supposed to be down anyway, so while the air is in flight. So, so you, you're right. I did lie because this one's amazing. This guy got drunk on the plane, and this 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 happens, right? Okay. Like like people get drunk on planes because they serve alcohol, and people are waiting, it's and they easy. get a, they get a layover, and they 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 drink during their layover, and then you hey, know. Is this about Steve? <laughs> it, it happens to not be about Steve, but it, okay. but it could be. And so this guy got really drunk okay. and wouldn't wouldn't sit down. Okay. And I don't know if it was him proving that he wasn't drunk, mm-hmm. but flipped open like the luggage thing and started doing pull-ups <laughs> and oh wouldn't stop. God. And they had to do an emergency uh, landing um, because sorry. he refused to sit down. And then he got abusive and started calling her names. Uh, so good. And anyway, so it had to, it was he it was jail. forced to land in Missouri. Yeah. Oh, it's just so amazing. Dude, can you imagine if like it's you were like on that six flight? months in jail? It was a Phoenix to Boston flight and it had to land in Missouri because this drunk asshole would not stop doing pull ups. But shouldn't he like be fined? Because so many people are inconvenienced by that. Yeah, I'm I'm sure he would. I mean I mean that's the I, first I think it's a it's a, a felony to 
force a plane to land. Yeah. By, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, in jail, most likely. Or... Yeah, I mean, and it just happens all the time. I mean, I I've heard stories of like celebrities, they don't like to fly, and so they'll get on a plane and they'll take, you know, whatever it is, a Valium, an Ambien, or whatever it is, um, and then the uh, the the flight like. Um, in this instance, it was like an actress and she gets in a famous actress and she gets in the, fl- the, the plane and she's get ready to take off. She takes this ambient or whatever it is. And then, um, they had to switch planes because there's some technical difficulties. And so they had, she couldn't walk and she was like drooling. So they had to put her in a wheelchair to bring her to the next plane. So <laughs> but you know, look, on. look, it just happens when you get, when you're throwing a few hundred people into, you know, this thing and traveling put across a tube yeah put them in a tube you're gonna this stuff's gonna happen so i um, get on a plane and i fall asleep i'm out you know what that's this is a you tell that story as i sort of mute you and me how we did they go even to... carry this little infant toilet on the plane that's so inconvenient so you have your backpack a carry-on and that, a toilet what, that was my question that's what i was wondering oh no they probably had a backpack for the toilet and then it's not clean. It's not like you can yeah. properly yeah. clean it after yeah. the first. Right. Use. So you dump it down the toilet, the poop, and then what? You you wipe it out with with napkins. It's what? so nasty. What, I, you I, rinse it out in the sink. Well, you're. I mean, oh, what if it was? What if it was poop and pee, and you're walking it back to the you know to the bathroom, and there's turbulence. <laughs> God, what happened? You follow the logic that she says it's okay and you can't shame me because this kid is a human being and is pooping on this. Then why can't any human being? Why can't a nine-year-old? Why can't a 16-year-old? Now, that's the ultimate question. At what point? Is it like at three years? Yeah. Is it two years? Is it two years and a day? Is it? I mean, what if it was the it was two years and two days? Would that then be illegal? What if I, as a forty-something man, <laughs> yeah, don't want to wait for the bathroom. I don't so want to wait for the bathroom. Your own toilet I with brought you. my own toilet and yeah. I sat down and like, <laughs> you know what? I have rights. Yep, I have rights. What do you bring a toilet everywhere you go? And I would have my phone out. Toilet. I'd have my phone out. I'd be playing a Scrabble. <laughs> Maybe ask for some water. Oh my god, amazing! All right, so let's go to our interview. This is with Tori Belacci. You know him; he's from MythBusters. This guy is a is a good friend of ours. We talk about our our trip to Hawaii. We talk about the uh, some some great MythBusters stories, and then his birthday. It's something. It's like I don't know if it's maybe the eighth anniversary of his fortieth birthday. <laughs> Should we so. sing happy birthday? Nah. Nah, we, nah, we good. Oh we good. To you. All right, this happy is Tori Belechi. to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's his world. We're all just living in it. It's time for Zane's world. We have on the show today. Are you nervous? No, not at all. I get so nervous when Tori Belechi comes to my house. Oh god! People that have been I get nervous coming to your house too, <laughs> for different reasons. Because I get all handsy. I get all yeah. Harvey Weinstein on you. Like, whoa, um, whoa, too soon. Casting couch. Too soon. I am on a couch. You are on the couch. And wait, for, Zane, for people why at are home are listening, me? let's paint a picture for them. I'm sitting on a couch. Yeah. You were talking about my log, too. Yeah. Yes. A yeah. very, you were all been to my log. Your microphone is deep in that wood. Way we have, deep. We have a, a I paid log. $500 for the, your log. Yeah. So this is a this is like a... How do you describe that? It's like a... How old do you think that... A I, coffee I, table? It's a coffee table-sized side log. Table. Stump? I don't know what you call it. Yeah. yeah. Stump. And uh, I was driving through the neighborhood. They cut down a tree, and I just pulled over and grabbed it and put it in my truck. And it was like had bugs and stuff on it. But I just patted outside for like oh, a awesome. year. Oh, awesome. Now your house has termites. Sweet. Well, mm-hmm. not too many. You can see all the termite holes in it, basically. But but now it has two of the arms for the podcast mics in it. 
and that's not going anywhere. Nope. That can't that can't tip over. Nope. Nope. Um, she good. She good. So so you probably know Tori from MythBusters. Mm-hmm. I do. Busting misses. Yes. I, I did bust myths. How many seasons of that did you do? We did. Gosh, I don't even remember. Maybe fourteen seasons. That's so cool. You get tired of talking about it. Or you like talking about it? No, I mean I don't. You know, it's now that the show's over. It's fun to talk about like old times. Got like, it. Yeah. Like, I guess like, you know, when we were doing, like, when we were in the middle of a season and we would be doing press junkets or whatever, you know, you would just get the same, like, what was your favorite myth? Now you're probably going to ask me that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite myth? Yeah, exactly. But where, you know, you just get asked the same questions over and over. And, oh, yeah. Where's your favorite city to drink? Yeah. You know, we get that a lot. Yeah. How, how awesome is Zane when he's drunk? Yeah. And you're like, not very. What's, what's well, the best you know, beer you ever it, had? It, it's funny because I used to have... What's um, the worst hangover you ever had? Well, there's like these five questions that everyone always asks, which is totally fine. I get excited when I get a new one. Because mm-hmm. everyone's like, hey, if you were to wear the color green, what city would you wear that in? Can't count Ireland. That's a fantastic question. That's how, by the way, that's how obscure they would need to be these days to be like an original question. Gotcha. Sure. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it's the same with you. You know what, like your your um. So how sorry? How many how many years was it? So we did. I think it was like fourteen years. Um, you were on it for fourteen. years? I was on it for like from two thousand three to about two thousand fourteen. So over a decade. Wow, that's fantastic. I know we all thought it was going to last a year. I mean, that's what. They oh, really? Because we were all working for Industrial Light Magic. We were working at Lucasfilm. We Dude. say we all. Who's that? So Jamie, Adam, myself, Grant. We were all special effects model builders oh i see and okay so, I, I knew that you were but i didn't know that, that those guys were. yes yeah, so that's how i know all those guys is because we used to all work together got it and when where, where was that that was up in san rafael north so north of san francisco okay. um but then there was shops jamie had a shop in san francisco proper uh and we used to work on a lot of commercials movies stuff like that and then when they took off and they were like oh we're gonna go do this pilot for the show that this producer came up with um we'll see what happens and so they did six episodes so that was like season one yeah and then season two was when they brought us in and i remember setting up my tools and and thinking do i want to leave i like do i want to leave motion pictures and special effects to go do this tv thing and and they're like "Ah, it's probably only gonna last a year so (laughs) you can go do it for a year and then come back and how many episodes did you do that first year oh gosh we did the first season and this is how this discovery was sneaky. Like they would make a season. Normally a season would be what? 10 to 12, 12 episodes. Yeah, sure. exactly, right. Yeah. They would do 30 episode seasons. Oh, so you wouldn't have to renegotiate. Right. Exactly. So it was like, all right, here's the season. But you got paid per episode, not per season. I assume. No, that's true. But it was, it was a way for them to get, a lot of seasons mm-hmm. you know yeah, to get sure. to get a lot of episodes yeah. done uh-huh. without having to be like okay this season's over let's renegotiate yeah and, and, and yeah ex- exactly right or it's like a, it's a it's a built-in bump where it's like no it's built in before the 10 percent bump you're like oh, oh okay yeah technically that's smart so how many episodes was it then over gosh how many episodes did oh. he just answer you in cat there's nine cats how here. many seasons <laughs> this is for your cat audience i'm gonna <laughs> answer to them <laughs> was it be 30 times it means like 300 over 300 wow. yeah i i don't there's a number somewhere where it's like over 
you know, 300 episodes, over a thousand, you know, oh, yeah. 3,000 myths. I, you know, I forget oh, what the number it. is. Okay. Blah, 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 explosions. Blah, 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 Balechi. Blah, 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 Tori gets hurt. Do you miss it? <laughs> um, I miss aspects of it. Um, but we were so a lot of work. Yeah. Cause yeah. a lot of people thought we'd come in, set up the myth and then leave. And then some crew would come in and finish the builds. But a lot of the stuff, <laughs> a lot of the stuff. Was... Oh, by the way, there's, a, there's two cats that grab a puffball and they walk around the house and they do this. Listen, there is absolutely nothing close to two cats in this house. There's no, there, no, there's like two cats, cats that do one of these behaviors. <laughs> Um, so you, so what were your days like? So we would do, you know, we would get there seven in the morning. <laughs> the cat is right on cue. The cats love okay, this. I'm not asking you. The cats love this podcast. Podcast for cats. They're like They're laughing. Podcasts. This is their way of applauding. I love it. Very participatory cats here. Woo! Woo! He's asking you questions. Um... So, uh, and I, I guess, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to get, get, him. Go get him. I'm not gonna be able to get him. Allergic to cats. Shut up, asshole. Get out there. So, so you um, go in for like, like a traditional, like shooting days. Like, those are like 10, 12 hour days. <laughs> we would do like 14 hour days. Wow. Because we would get in there, start building, and then the camera crew would usually shoot for about 10 hours. And then if we were still building, they'd be like, okay, we're going home. And we would have to, keep building until we could get it working until the next day and then do the experiment. Wow. So a lot of people thought we were just like, hey, what? you know, I mean, we're, we're look, doing... I, I've been in TV. That's kind of what I thought. So it was a, it was hard, it was episode, hard work. An episode took a week? We did 10 days per episode. 10 days? Yes. Wow. I'm thinking like, oh, you were working full time doing modeling and, and some serious hours there as well. Yeah. Did you find him, asshole? Yeah, I took the ball away. I did well, everything. Well, bring him in here. He's got questions. He's scared. Tori, what's wrong? And so, and and so, I thought like, oh, you now get into this, you know, cushier sort of TV job where you now are like, yeah, you shoot for you know three four months. What do you do? What you do the rest of the time? That was gonna be my follow up, but there wasn't a lot of free time then. No, we like normally when you shoot a show. You're shooting either three to six months out of the year, yeah. and then you're on hiatus. Uh-huh. We shot. We would probably get maybe two and a half months off a year. At one and, point, or no, it, they would break it up into okay. in like two week blocks. So it was like so. It was ten a, years. Of it was a full job. time job. Oh, wow. Thirty episodes, ten day, ten days per episode, three hundred days that's a year. Yeah, we were the math was pretty easy. We already did it. We didn't yeah. have to say it out loud, but yeah, that's basically where we went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we so we would only get you know they we would work. A block, you know, maybe four months. Well, wait a second. Your math didn't account for weekends. Did you get weekends off? Sometimes. I mean, yeah, we mostly did. Okay. But sometimes we would have to work a Saturday if, wow, you know, some, you know, a certain situation came up where it's like we can only do this. Like, for example, one of our kind of famous explosions on the show was when we blew up a cement chuck. Yeah. And it was a situation where this quarry had a cement truck. They could get it up on the weekend. We had to go work on a Saturday. And we had no idea what we were going to do. Like, we, we knew we had to work on a Saturday. We are just like... This, Wait, they didn't tell you? Where they're like, we're going to go uh, up to this quarry and we're going to try to get this experiment to work. But they weren't letting us know exactly... On purpose. Yeah. So that you would keep a genuine excitement or something? Yeah, they had this weird psychological thing where they didn't tell us what we were doing so that we would be genuinely surprised. Okay. Yeah. And then... 
But then when we got there, we found out it makes we were... the prep pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for that, if you didn't have to do it, so sometimes there were things that they would do for you. Yeah. So the producers set this up. We went out there. We had the FBI helping us, and they're like, "We're going to blow up a cement truck today." And it was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be the best day ever." That's awesome. Uh, but so yeah, so there were situations like that where we would have to work weekends if. Um, and so then you did a, um, I'm not answering emails. I'm writing notes about this interview. I went thinking like saying you're actually writing, you're, you're so like answering emails. Is this like, so is this part of your work? <laughs> is this your workflow? You're like, is this how you balance yeah. all your jobs? Well, you, so you what, what, was, what was the, the, me and Steve will just talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you check what was your uh, an, an uh, example of when something like really went wrong? What was the worst thing that went wrong? We ju- uh, yeah, it's is that in your top 10 questions ever asked? Yeah. Okay. And we used to not be able to talk about it as much now we can talk about it because time sure. has passed and the statute the legal yeah, yeah, the exactly. legal yeah <laughs> ramifications have been settled uh we were testing um a myth that involved um a cannon an old-timey cannon an old-timey cannon and so i built what we were going to do is we were going to shoot rock these cannonballs built out of stone and the whole the whole myth was that if you shot a castle with a st- stone cannonball it would do damage but then they couldn't load it back up and fire it back at you right did, did i see this you may have okay yeah because the stone would it would just crack. disintegrate right. yeah because in the old days you know somebody would shoot a cannonball at you you would take that cannonball load it in yours and fire it back right, right. we couldn't use some guy had this old-timey restore cannon he wasn't going to let us shoot rocks out of his cannon yeah, right so i built one a little as, st- as one does. As one does. A little stubby one. cannonball. A little stubby cannon. Which they're By pretty- the way, when you say you built one out of cast iron? No, like hardened steel, but it, just giant steel tubes. You'd be surprised how easy it is to make mm-hmm. a cannon. And so we went out to the bomb range, which we had done for years. And we shot. We used to shoot cannons into the side of the hill. Never had a problem. But this one day, we lit the fuse... And it went into the ground, and then about 20 minutes later, and we were, like, trying to dig it out, and the fire department shows up, and they're like, are you guys shooting ballistics? And we're like, yeah. Are they explosive? And we're like, no. They're, you know, it's just a, you know, it's a steel ball. And they're like, well, it went over the hill. And we, you know, we're laughing because we're like, oh, like, maybe a few hundred yards over the hill, which was just rolling hill. You know, it was just like. Yeah. And they're like, no, it went three quarters of a mile over the hill into a neighborhood, bounced off somebody's front porch, went through their front door, up the stairs, what? out the side of the building, skipped across somebody else's house, put a hole in their roof, and then landed in a minivan. Oh my god. <laughs> Nothing but net. By the way <laughs> wow. that sounds like a joke. It and and it was like a slow week in news. So it literally hit every like global market. Oh Saturday Night Live did a a bit on their weekend update. I mean, it was just like a quick. They were like, "Here's a myth: if you live in a suburban area, your house won't get hit by cannon fire." Oh, oh my god! And what year was that? This was like 2012, maybe or 13. Wow. And it was a stone cannonball. No, this no, was this a is... this was a steel oh, cannonball. Right. Oh, this one just like bounced and rolled and rolled and rolled. Oh and rolled. yeah! Holy cow! So that was one of those. Oh crap! Moments. Thank God, no one got hurt. Yes, and wow. that's, that's. I mean, good. the sheriff, yeah. the sheriff of the county, Obviously. called us, and they're like, "Anybody get injured? No. Anybody dead? No." He's like, "Okay, we can deal with this." So, 
and and let's let's maybe not do this again. I don't know. Yeah, that was one of the that was one of the stipulations. (laughs) Okay, we promise we'll never fire a cannonball out of the bomb range. Sorry, so you the, the construction of this cannon was made out of what? The one that you don't, made. You're, I, I don't want to hear you for, out in the backyard trying to weld together your own cannon. I'm not going to tell you how to make it. Steve, we got we everything in the garage. No, I just Let's mean like a cannon. It was, it hey, was, it is it was, pretty easy. But it was solid. Oh, okay. No, it's just a steel pipe. Got it. Okay, but, got but it. It's, it's like a barrel. Like yeah, two inch, right, two inch right, right, right. thick, and then we welded a cap on the back. Got it. Super um, welded a cap. Super welded a cap. Got it. Okay. I thought, I was thinking you had to pour it. Oh, no, no, got no. Got it. Okay. No, no. This was... It did, so it didn't look fancy. I wanted it. No, it did look fancy. fancy. No, it was cute. Mind, no, in my mind, where, it had where like is that cannon now? And, you know, <laughs> that cannon. The cannon is now at the the sergeant who basically bailed us out. Like he was the front man who said, "Hey, we're sorry. Mythbusters is going to do make well, make yeah. make good on what happened." Um, he has it in his backyard. Wow, so it's rusting away. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well. But I saw the cannonball. It's still in evidence. I just, I was just at the Alameda Sheriff's Department. Why? <laughs> why? That's it. A good follow up question is why were you there? Oh. To, to visit it? No. We were, I was doing a, um, a guest appearance on an, a Viceland show where we're blow, we were blowing up some stuff for these guys. So that was one, here's one of my notes I was writing down because you are. Is he just checking his email? You don't have to preface when you're going to. Read your computer because we can we can see no actually well you can see yeah we can see that you're reading so. well no I I just had these little questions okay. I mean look Tori and I we've been friends for I don't know five eight five years? ten eight seventeen what years what year is it five years eight yeah five years five years five years five years tumultuous wow but consistent seems like twenty <laughs> it does <laughs> did you guys do a, didn't you guys do a show together you want to hear the 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 amazing story is. Oh yeah, that's you, right. you. You see if you can fill in some holes. I, I was someplace shooting, and I want to say I might have been in Fiji shooting chug or something like that. That probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I was, and then I was, and then someone on Twitter said, "Oh, Dodo, you're just like Tori Blachey. I'm like, no, it was our. So you had a fan. Somebody had done a fan rendition of your face, and okay, you, and you were using it as your Twitter, okay profile uh-huh and i and some somebody had done one of mine oh. and somebody said whoa you're you guys look so similar you guys are almost like brothers and then you and then could, that connected us. and then we were like hey what's up and you're like hey what's up i'm gonna be in san francisco i'm like oh cool come by well we basically said like we took it off the public feed and then just started communicating and it was basically like hey i'm, I'm gonna be in san francisco okay i'll see you then da, da, da. and then it was just like i got back from fiji i had to go to san francisco the next day Went to this rooftop bar and, and then it was it. best friends forever. Best friends yeah. in the world. It's a great story. But then guys. we came to you, to the Chug premiere, yeah. which was uh-huh. amazing. The so Chug that premiere was, was for certain backers because that was a kickstarted yep. show that we did. Yeah, and that was at El Cid, uh, El Cid, yes. in Los Angeles. It's but a Spanish rooftop bar restaurant. or something. Well, no. it's, it's kind of like a valley mm-hmm. bar. You walk all the way downstairs. And it's, it's pretty much all outside. Yeah. Yeah. But but you wouldn't know where you are because it's sort of in the woods and in the yeah. Right. So you like walk like, down the hill. Walk down a hill and to the get restaurant. to the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just rented out the whole place. We had a kissing booth. Well, it was a photo booth, but you know, Tori and I will be 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, I heard that. So, so going back to yeah, Steve, um, as I remember, was pretty lit. That's the time. Uh, your sunglasses, the time. The sunglasses really stayed remember. on the whole night. Yeah, that's oh that one party God. that Steve got drunk at. <laughs> so, first time. So, I haven't been drunk since. So, Especially not last night. The yeah, well, or now. So, so yeah. you you started off doing. I mean, there's a lot more to this, but it's just doing the the art modeling thing for, mm, for yeah and you did some star wars stuff yep. and then you were on mythbusters and then the, the so you can see how that transition happened and then the next transition that happened was to blowing stuff up yeah but the modeling to, to blowing stuff up didn't have a natural transition the mythbusters Mr. mythbusters was that transitional piece in a way well although that's right you blew stuff up when you were younger right well sort of i mean i get, always had a tendency to want to blow stuff up yeah yeah i mean as, plain, one, as one does you know fourth of july we'd mm-hmm. make we take legal fireworks and make them illegal. And you have all your fingers, which is I weird. I do. I think uh, so. You I got that. an eleventh finger. You, you, how do you have that? I mean, uh, from an explosion. It's me, it's, yeah. <laughs> you should see Kevin. He's got so, it's all the radiation I work yeah. with. Yes, exactly. Um, but uh, we were work when we worked on Matrix. We blew up almost every model that we built. So that was like blew that, it up. Why? In the uh, did you see it was Matrix two and three. Okay. It, it, at the end of the. The finale, they pretty much blow up. I mean, the whole city is getting oh, okay. sure, right, blown, okay. blown up. So we were building these giant models. Got it. And, you know, sending them down wires so that, you know, like the ships look like they were flying. And then we'd be setting off these charges. And that was the one show where it was literally every single thing we were building, we were building it to blow up. Right. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so much fun. So that was way before. You ever carved like a penis in something that we can go and look at and be like, oh, my God, Tori made a penis in the side of the ship. In the side of the Jar Jar Binks? Wow, that's what? a what? random no, question. That, you don't no. have to answer that. Please no. don't. I mean, for like hardcore geeks, there was we had a, a lot of the crew who was working on Star Wars and at ILM worked on Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we had a oh, bunch wow. of Jack Skellington casts, the little heads. And so we would place the heads in different scenes in episode one and two uh, you would never see them i can't even remember where like oh, really? I, I watched the movie and i'm like i think it was there like we would just have it peeking out you know <laughs> oh, so if, if you saw the shot you wouldn't like the bleacher shot kind of thing yeah exactly from the senate or from the race maybe from the uh what was it i mean the senate kind of because they had et in the senate right yeah that was another easter egg yeah I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Star well, Wars. Talking about blowing stuff up. Everything Star Wars. How big was the... Um, nope. Uh, the, so the city in the Matrix with the underground city. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yep. The, and so... The it, gates of Zion. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there was a city and then you said there were ships flying around. And in the, like in the, there was like this big tower, like a control tower yeah. in the middle. So how big was that in real life? That was probably about 40 feet tall. <sighs> yeah. These were big models. Wow. Because when you're blowing stuff up, you're, there's fire. Yeah, right. Fire doesn't look real. It looks weird like, if like it's water, too small. Like yes. Like Island. Yes. That's a toy boat. <laughs> yeah. That's, what like, that's a firecracker. Like 20,000 leagues <laughs> beneath the yeah. sea. It's like, what? That's not a battleship. It's, it's a it looks like it's in a tub. <laughs> exactly. Wow. That's so. Do you, do you miss that stuff? Uh, sometimes. You, you, I mean, yeah. I, I guess if you had to sum you up, I mean, you're an artist first, right? Yeah. Um, Sensitive it, artist. Uh, emotionally, film school, emotionally inept. You I can't say the word artist. <laughs> Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Because <laughs> my heart is so beautiful. Damn it! Damn I break it. You always get to me. I always say I won't cry. And so, <laughs> and so you hard hitting questions. <laughs> I saw, I saw on your Instagram that you had those pictures of Jack Skellington. Yeah. Now that that that's 
now makes sense. And it's interesting to follow you on Instagram, which people should. Tori Valachi, T O R Y V E L L E C I. Good job. Wow. <laughs> That's why I'm sweating because I knew I was going to spell your name at some point. And how would you spelling? Well, how would you find Zane yeah. Lambry? How did I find you? No, no. How? Oh, at Zane. How do you spell it? Z- Zany. Zeta. Zany. At, at drunk, drunk all the time. Drunk currently, not mm-hmm. drunk history. Um. So the um. Uh, Wait, are you telling you're asking your fans to follow you? No, no. I was having you spell my name because oh, I spelled your name. Z a n e l a m p r e y. Yeah, that's good. Yes, yeah, lamprey, like the blood sucking fish. There's, a weir- <laughs> there's the weirdest thing that people add an H to my name once a week, Emperor. and I'll be like Zane. Zane. No, no, not, Z- no, Zane. No, not the Zane. Oh. Zany. Zane, they want to call me Zane Lamprey. Lamprey, and I've looked it up. Huh. There's not like someone else's. It's not a name. It's, it's weird. Nothing else. Almost like they want to put it P-H, P-H-R-E-Y. Okay. Once a week, if I go into like you know some place where it's like Zane Lamp, L M, uh, what's your name? Zane Lamprey. Okay, Zane Lamprey. I'm like, I didn't say what. No. I did, where, where's that F come from? Is it something I say. Lamp- One time, some guy's like, "Where are you from?" And I was like, uh, "New Orleans." Here, he's like, "Oh, you sound like you're foreign." I'm like. You're like, I've traveled a lot. Listen, Maybe I just pick up on those accents. Can I just get my coffee, please? I don't know. So so then you, st- you went and did the show where you're bl- blowing stuff up. Yeah. Which I was supposed to be on. Yeah. Well, there was supposed to be another season. <sighs> I wanted to blow up? Dang it. Steve. Mm-hmm. Well, we're t- I'm what, is act- the, what is the legalities of that? Um, or are you going to say well, you're about to bring it back? I mean, if Steve, to be an to, accident. if Steve wants to sign away his rights, I guess you Sure, blow them up. I don't think that's. Right. I don't think you can do that. That's no, suicide. I think that's suicide. Murder. We should get together and <laughs> blow something up. Murder. I think that's so, called what, murder. What were you yeah. saying? You're gonna start doing that again? Oh yeah, we keep bouncing the idea about bringing back blow it up. I mean, I you know I'm develop. I'm talking with some production companies. We're developing it, but you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, why wouldn't you want to just watch stuff blow up all yeah. day long? Yeah. yeah, people love it. Yeah, they love it. It's I'd fun. like to see you recreate that cannon shot. No. Exactly. <laughs> Never. No, through like a fake neighborhood. Like the one that Harrison oh. Ford was at in, in, in uh, Indiana Jones. Gotcha. 17 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or like where those military, they have those military yeah. cities that they yeah. do a lot of training. That's just, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Just do it there. Let's shoot it up there. Yeah, yeah somewhere in New Mexico. Fake babies. Genius. Uh, so what are you working on these days? So now we, you know, we did the show for Netflix, White uh-huh. Rabbit Project, which was kind of a how spinoff. Many, how many episodes did you do? We did 10 episodes of that. Okay. And which was awesome. Netflix was amazing to work with. Um, I feel like we, we only did one season mm-hmm. because they kind of Netflix was like, okay, we're going to put all this unscripted programming on hold just to see how it does. Cause they didn't really, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. They're all about the numbers. It's all, new. Yeah. It's all data for them. Uh-huh. So it's like, if the data's working, then we'll do another. I show. watched it twice. And so I affected it. Dude, I watched it over and over. I just had a loop. I know. Just, and my my nephew just yeah. keep pushing the <laughs> just keep pushing the Yes, play, I'm still watching. Play. Yeah, play, play, play. Yeah. I think what happened was people were expecting it to be more like Mythbusters and the production company wanted it to be way different than Mythbusters. Right. And so when the fans saw it, they're like Oh, this is great because it's we got you back, and but you're doing some of the stuff, and then you're doing all this other new stuff, and and I think we lost. What was the difference? What were you doing that was new? We did a lot of uh, reenactments, hmm. like recreations of stories. So uh, each each episode had a theme, 
And so like, for example, it was uh, jail, jail breaks, famous jail breaks through history. Some we would actually explore and test and see if you could possibly break out. But some were like El Chapo and how he escaped from the Mexican That's prison. Cool. We used to pay somebody money and then that was that recreation of that. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> just give you money and <laughs> yeah. I walk out. Like, how do you, pay, okay, pay, what's next? Well, pay workers to dig a tunnel. Am under I done the... for the day? Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so when it was those stories, some stories we would actually experiment on and then some were just, they had actors that just did like, you know, reenactments. So mm-hmm. that kind of, I think that we missed the, we missed the mark there for the fans. And so there's a possibility of doing more? Probably not. I mean, if we retool it, retweak it, we might, you know, repitch something to them. What's the, what's the show that if you could do any show that you would do? If you're like, yeah, I mean, within reason. I would want to do what yours, you guys do. Remember you pitched me Sex Camp? It is fun. I never pitched you that. Um, was it Steve? You pitched me that show, Sex Camp? Yeah. But What's that, wrong with that? <laughs> but right. Wait, tell me to pitch it. Give me the elevator pitch. Go. No, that, you're in, uh, you, just go, you just go and they have sex. At, uh, that's at, the show? Yeah. I think it's called, camp? I think it's called Porn. Yeah. That sounds like porn. Oh, no, that's what it was. Oh, so, Steve, just, so you yeah, wanted to go. Was? I said, yeah, what was it? Yeah. Let's, porn called Sex Camp? Yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's Sex Camp. <laughs> Let's pitch. Let's. I, I want to go to sex camp. Let's take that out and we'll pitch it to some networks. Yeah. See if see how it goes. Yeah. That would be hilarious. What are you doing at sex get, camp? I'm just practicing. Get a get a really serious pitch meeting at NBC. Okay, so tell me about the show. Well, it's called these people show up at this camp. Yeah. It's like a summer camp. Yeah, and they all get naked and it. they have sex. Okay, and then uh, and tell it. me about that. Sounds like porn. Oh, oh, I guess yeah. I could see the. the okay, I can no, see it's outdoors. You... So it's 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 in the wilderness. Okay, it's a, it's oh, look, camp. So, so outdoor, learning. outdoor porn. Okay, yeah, got it. yeah. And you're camping. learning. They're you're learning camping. about their bodies. That's yeah. genius. Well, Steve left a message for me, and I and I'm an idiot for not keeping this message, so I could just play it every time I tell the story. Yeah, but he sure. called me, left a message. He's like, "Hey, I got an idea for the show. Best show. You're gonna love it. Call me back." So I get the message, and I was like, "All right, hey man, I got your message about this best show ever." He's like, "Yeah." It's awesome. I go, what is it? He goes, yeah, just you're just making this show. It's like the best show you've ever seen with like these things like you just couldn't even imagine. I'm like, okay, what's the show? He goes, no, 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 that's it. Because you're, you know, you're the idea. Yeah, you fell in the blinds. I go, what's your idea? I don't think that's exactly how it happened. Be- Dude, that is. Is that really that what is I really said? What happened. Well, I must have been. I must have been McKenna. Yeah, you were. You were <laughs> hitting that. You were herbaceous. Those dude. are the best, though, when you're like, you're out with friends and you're like partying and you're like coming up with these amazing ideas Wait, you, and you like write them down the next you morning. You and I did this. You wake up and you go, what the fuck? What is that? is that scribble? Or you figure out what the scribble is and you're like, I still can't understand. <laughs> I, 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 no I, I, I'm reading what it says. Yeah. That. Does not make any I'm sense. Me, I'm reading my re- reminder notes, and I have it no is, idea what the hell I was thinking. Tori, you and I were in Hawaii oh, yeah. a year ago, <laughs> yeah. and we were at one of the hotels <laughs> that had like a, a grotto in, in Maui, right there in Lahaina. We're sitting there at the bar <laughs> drinking, talking about, um, yeah, let's make a show about cars, and yeah, we'll do this and this and this. Yeah, you guys want another, another pina colada? Yeah, sure. What were we talking about? I don't remember. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a moment, like, this is it. We're going to change the world. We'll be back in a moment with more Zane's World. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. 
pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers. What is life? Life is about compromise and realizing you can't always get what you want. Now you can always get what you want without compromise with the new Quattro Pizza from Little Caesars. With two slices each of cheese, pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, and sausage and bruschetta, it's four tasty pizzas in one, all for just seven bucks. Take that compromise. How's it feel to get literally everything you want in one large Quattro Pizza, hot and ready every day from four to eight at Little Caesars? Hmm? Pizza, 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 pizza. Participating locations for a limited time plus tax. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Do you want to be a social media star? Do you want to get verified? Do you want to make content and make money doing it? Well, I can help you get started. My name is Meredith Rojas, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Digitour. We're the largest producers of live events featuring social media stars. And I also wrote a book called Selfie Made. Selfie Made podcast is going to give you all the tips and tricks you need to take your social media career all the way. My co-host Mads Lewis and I are going to give you great information every week. So listen free to Selfie Made, exclusively available on Apple Podcasts, podcastone.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend, post on Instagram, tell the world, and leave us a rating and a review. Welcome back to Zane's World. You want, so you, you'll have to come on one of our, uh, well, we, yeah. four, four sheets. Yeah. We did six episodes. Okay. You saw I, that Peru? You never called me to come no, on I left that. you a message to meet me in Peru. Mm. Oh, that's so awkward. Well, oh. we have to bring you to Italian because you're... Oh, we should go to, to... Rome or Sicily. I could go do visit si- my family Sicily. in Sicily. Sicily. You, that sounds like Steve. Mm-hmm. We tried to bring you to Paris. Oh, my God. Don't don't tell these stupid stories. Oh, story. no. What happened? You got family well, in Paris? Well, here's what happened. So You're like, no. I thought I did. <laughs> you, you, you were, they told me we were related. no. You were talking about how... <laughs> When you did the White Rabbit, you want to make something different than Mythbusters. But keep well, it. no, we wanted to do the same. Okay, but, but the, they, but the they production did. company was like, "We want to do something. We don't want to just recreate Mythbusters." Right. And so they went. It, you know, it was like really different, right? And so we did that with four sheets with Chug. Oh, right. So we made three sheets, and then I, I made Drinking Made Easy, and, and I made it different. So I brought Steve in there, and we made challenges. So I just. You're right. Like, I just didn't want people to be like, hey, you stole this show, whatever, even though it, the network went off the air. Right. So made something different. And then there were... But, so then there but were, didn't you own the rights to that? Three Sheets, no. You oh did? God, the rights are split up through so many different networks and companies. Uh, and so I, thought, I thought yeah. you owned the rights to that. No. So that's why you changed it to Drinking Drink Made, made it Easy. Oh, and then I sense. did it. And then because of the budget reasons, we stayed in the US. Yeah. And, um, and then there became two schools. There became, you know, our fan bases, the Drinking Made Easy or the Three Sheets, and there was not a lot of crossover. Uh, interesting. Some people hated Steve. I mean, some people love Steve. <laughs> Ooh. Ow. Some people hurt. love Steve. Hey, he's, some people he's love right here. He's in show. Better so, without me? Yeah, I was trying to say it. Yeah. <laughs> and so... You can't. So then we made Chug, kickstarted by our backers and, you know, and Kickstarter. And, and, and so then we had the opportunity to do whatever we wanted. Mm-hmm. And we said, let's go back to do three sheets, but let's not bite it off too much because I tried to get the rights to three sheets. And then they said, no, even um, though the network went out of, and they just spike. No. Yeah. At the time, like it had been off the air for, for years and they said, no, I'm like, can you throw out a number? Like I, I can buy the rights and right. make new or whatever. And like, no. And then I kind of just got worried. And so I made Chug different. 
but still similar. Yeah. And then from when we did when we did three sheets, drink TV was like, you want to make three sheets, make three sheets. We'll just call it four sheets. You know, like whatever. Oh, that's cool. They, they said they looked through the format. There is no format to three sheets. You want to think that it was a pre drinking thing then you went did this and then you and then you did a hangover cure what it wasn't always the same therefore right. there's no format you go do whatever you want right so we now making three four sheets got to go and make three sheets but the imp- way you wanted it but improve it yeah improve it so we just improved it with with graphics multiple cameras just different things and making sure the, the new host thing we did was did you guys get a new host tried to replace the host but, but we made but sure zane was locked so, in yeah they wanted someone younger but zane was locked couldn't they, get couldn't, they couldn't get find her. someone younger than me <laughs> <laughs> so so the one thing we would do is like look we're making three sheets it wasn't like the zane and steve thing i'm gonna go and do four sheets but yes yeah, steve I'm, I'm gonna bring you in so we went and shot the first three episodes i'm like i want to just do them right yeah then the next three we were gonna to go to Europe, and so I was like, "All right, let me let me bring you in. I'm gonna surprise the crew. I'm gonna bring you into Paris." Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So they and didn't know you were gonna be on the show. Know. They didn't know. Oh, and see, I said, that's, "That's a zinger. That's a good one. Zinger." Because the crew were a family. <laughs> they love Steve, right? Especially Mel. And we've been like, "Oh my gosh, Steve! It'll just been super fun." And so I was like, "And what we'll, what we'll do? We'll be in Paris. We'll have you in like two scenes there, or whatever. But while we're there, we'll go shoot in a Greek restaurant." in a Mexican restaurant in a Peru and, and just go just get it one shot of you at the bar a long lens thing just a b-roll shot of so so we could put him in every other episode oh so it's like a where's Waldo when they see Steve oh that's whatever. funny mm-hmm. so so I said to Steve you okay with me telling the story because I'm gonna tell it anyway so are you okay with it <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know you don't have a choice but at least you want to know I want to know if you're oh, okay is this the it. story you're like don't tell that story yeah it's kind of embarrassing so he goes so he goes well I said, look, here's the deal. Da, da, da. He's like, all right, sounds great. Let me just check with my wife. So I don't hear from him for like two days. He's like, hey, let's do this. If I get off from work, I have to tell them that it's for my anniversary. And so I can't just go by myself. So I need to bring my wife. So why don't you bring my, me and my wife there and then fly us both and then put What's us up in a hotel that? for like four or five days. And then I'll do the show. And I, I was didn't like, say all that. I, I didn't expect you to pay for the hotel. He, it's in there. Is it? Yeah, I got the email. He outsmarted the and production. Then, yeah, coach. he, she, he <laughs> nice. sure did. Nice, Steve. And so, and so I was like, Steve, I was telling you, I can't really afford to do it, but you can crash in the room with Mel and I. We'll bring in a cot and whatever. Sounds fun, right? Bring in a cot for Mel to sleep oh. on. And, <laughs> and and so and he's like, turn that into like, wait, did I just? Am I? You know what it really? You know what it really? An anniversary to? trip for you and your wife? Yes. Like, I was trying, but it didn't. He didn't. He he. You know. And he goes, well, tough to pull one over on like, Zane. How about just get us one one hotel night and. And just cover our tickets. I go, Steve, I can't do it, man. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I can swing it. So anyway, that's it. Didn't happen. So he didn't come over. So Steve's Here's not the real there. thing is, I, oh, you, you, at, at the time I had a real job. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I just couldn't, you know, after after drinking made easy, I get into, you know, a different career working in, you know, construction management and, you know, going to work for this big company, you know, telling them that I'm going to go be on this TV show just did not sound very good. You know, yeah. not not in the position I was in. So, uh, one with one foot out the door. Yeah. So, <laughs> with about to be fired. And then I got fired like three weeks later. I could have went, been on. Oh, he, got fi- he got fired like the day before we got to Paris. Oh, <laughs> oh. But, but anyway, so now, now he's in town now because we're doing BTS behind the scenes of, 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 of four, four sheets. sheets. Okay. Nice. Uh, uh, BTS is also between the sheets hosted by Steve McKenna. Oh. So, uh, six. We're doing six episodes of a show where he interviews us about the 
It's going to be super fun. Oh. So we're shooting that. We're shooting those two nice. at the network. So yeah. you almost had that vacation. I know. Well, you Instead, know what? Well, it's, that's it's, one of his lines in the show. Is is like he's like it's so awesome talking about all the great places that you guys went when you fly <laughs> me out to Hollywood to be in a dark room for. <laughs> for three days, basically. So I'm not bitter. They're, <laughs> yeah, but wait, they're they're at least feeding you, right? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, you're looking. I'm alcohol? housing. That means in, in my house. Okay. Uh, I mean, he brings me out. You know, about every three or four months to clean the garage. You know, organize everything. I don't know if you noticed, but the car actually the lawn the looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's his next. This is the next lawn. thing. We do it all. Um, here's here's a question that you and I haven't talked about, Tori. Is you are a car guy? Yeah. So we're both we're both car guys. Yeah. You, um, you, you're always at the, like the Pebble Beach thing. Yeah. And, and other events? It just depends. Like, uh. On your I, schedule and stuff or? Well, whatever, like, uh, usually what I like to do is go to races, like actual races. Oh, okay. So Laguna Seca. Ah. The car week is the, you know, it's the big concourse mm-hmm. where it's like all the fancy cars, which is awesome. But my passion is I love being at the races. Just. What uh, kind of races? Those are, they're all like different classes. So they're, they're, they're racing like ancient cars. Uh-huh. They're racing. And they, and they, they're all, they're I, I all classic those, cars though. Dude, so, so it's amazing. not new. And the noises are amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, is these, it on a track? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Laguna Seca racetrack is, you know, one of the biggest tracks down there. Indy used to race. The Indy series used to race there, but now they race up in Sonoma. And I was asking, I actually was up at Sonoma and went for a ride with Mario Andretti. They have these two two seater yeah. cars. We did it. Did you do it? Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. So, yeah. so my friend Scott created that car. Like that's his business. Got is it. The two seater so awesome. Yeah, the indie car experience. And, and by the way, when you are riding with those guys, it's not like a, a luxury trip. Like they're trying to beat their own fucking time or something like that. Yeah, because because they're they're like hitting the grass, right? They're coming around, and, the and you're and you're heading straight for a wall, and you're like, "There's no way he's going to make this yeah. turn." It's and real. then and then he makes it. And I you're think like, you're going like we think you're going like 170, 180, yeah. uh, at least. Yeah. At, at Laguna Seca, you could probably get. I mean, it depends on what track. We did it. We did it. Indy. We were 180, I think. 185 or something like that. Indy. Did you do the oval or yeah. did you do the road? The oval. Okay. Yeah. I drove the oval. In what? In a Indy car, but it was really? it was well. Let me. No, so, end the story there. Well, I'm still impressed. Well. It was a it was a indie car, but it was tuned down because they yeah. didn't want me to kill myself. Well, that's, yeah. so it, it could only get up to like a hundred and it could only get up to like two hundred miles an hour. And so, are you, are you being serious? Yeah, and so it's tuned down to two hundred. Oh yeah, those cars get up to like two fifty to you know three. Like, how fast did you go? I got like a hundred and eighty. Wow, man! Yeah, it was fun on the stretch. No, the uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. The, the, whole, the whole oval. Yeah. Did the you whole have to oval? Sign? You, you just peg it. Really? Yeah. With, with this car. Like I said, a real indie, a, a yeah. tuned up, a, you know, a, a racing indie car, you would, you would have to like downshift. And, but this car, it was so tuned down that you could peg it and stay on the track. Well, not everyone's going to peg it, but like. Was it you shift on the uh, steering wheel? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Did you, um, your butt fit? Yeah, my butt doesn't fit all those. Um, yeah. I said yeah. one of the cars. You, you got to be guy little, was like a thinner guy. I'm like, oh, my ass doesn't literally. You would need to mold it differently for my butt. <laughs> yeah, you guys. We went. We we shot an indie, and then we went there, and Fuzzy Zeller had a vodka, had or has. Oh, awesome! And had a race team. Okay. Um, and um, 
Wow, that was a really good joke there, but I'm going to pass by it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get it. Well, he was on the tour. You remember the whole thing that happened with, with Fuzzy. You don't remember that? I mean, I'm not bringing up new news or anything like that. He said... <sighs> I can't remember. Fuzzy Zeller. It, that whole thing was fuzzy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, show, we'll look see, it up. See, that's we'll, a clean joke. We'll keep it fuzzy. <laughs> he, used, he, did so, a, he did a clean joke. So yeah. we went and met them, and we met the guys with the marketing people from Indy because we went and shot there for, for Drinking Mid Easy. We did a pit crew challenge, and Steve won. He, yeah. he beat me. And then we stayed to watch the, the, the qualifying. The next day was the race. They invited us, but we couldn't stay because we oh. were in South. We didn't. It was just the, the random timing of everything. That sucks. It was cool because, you know, the, uh, the center. The tower, yeah. The tower, yeah. we were like. Like mid, we were there, and I think Mark Cuban was uh, was in one of those levels too. But so I, but the awesome. next day, so so then we got invited. We stayed in touch. We got invited out to the Fuzzy Zeller team was racing at Ontario. Okay, and so we drove out and got in the the, the owner's box with him with Fuzzy and all the vodka and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And and um, I mean, it, you were so high. But we went down and, and met the driver beforehand. And I, I don't, you know, some people have like rituals. I just like, hey, nice to meet you. I didn't want to say anything. Right. Like, I don't know where your mind's at. Whatever. Yeah, sure. But um, anyway, crazy race and just starts and stops, whatever. But they ended up winning. Oh, wow. The carpenter, the carpenter was, the, was, the, was the racer, the guy who won. And so we got to go down and, 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 and storm the field with the yeah. champagne. Like, holy cow. And yeah. it was like maybe the last race of the season. Just a really, really neat experience. But like. Those guys are so. Uh, James Hinchcliffe, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, Connor Daly, and they're indie dr- racers. Narrowed, but gentlemen. And uh, yeah, they're they are they are very narrow. Yeah. Uh, Connor's Connor's pretty stocky, but his butt. But you next time think, you're with him, next time you're with him, check his. I'll butt measure size. his butt. Yeah, measure his butt size. But you would think you would be. I would think I would be nervous. These guys are just like right before they're getting in. They're like, yeah, let's take a selfie. Like like they're. Right as they're getting yeah. into their cars, they're just like, I would have this whole ritual. So I think. chill, like so relaxed. Like, don't talk to me. Don't mention the race. Exactly. I, I, I just, no offense, but I'm not going to pick up my phone. And yeah. I, you just 24 hours before the race. Don't worry about it. I'll call you afterwards. But right. I can't fill my head with with anything. Don't check my. That's where I would be. Right. Because I don't know. I've gone into a scene sometimes where you like get an email that pisses you off. One time I got an email when we were in Drinking Made Easy. St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. And some guy just was like on social media blasting us. Be like, you guys are abusing alcohol and you you're, you oh, guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. We said, right before a scene, I'm like, you're like, gosh, I, dang gotta, it. I want to respond. And he kept doing it. I'm just Thanks like, for being really? a buzzkill. Yeah. Dude. But we, you know, so yeah, I was like, Steve, you take this one. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, you well, know. Well, if, if I have to memorize lines, I oh, yeah. will not want to be around people. Yeah. It's just like I'm trying to. Uh-huh. Like and someone's like, "Hey, I saw this that you did, huh?" And you're just like, "I just need to focus yeah. because once that camera rolls, I'm gonna like I can't screw this up. Yeah. I got to remember this line. If I'm just doing like a normal scene, like on the show, you know, on our kind of show, which was more like documentary style, so sure. we would just figure out what was going on and talk about it. Real. It was just yeah, yeah it was yeah. just me talking. Yeah. But if I have lines that I have to memorize, that's the worst because I'm just like, oh, okay." Like you ever use a teleprompter? That those are the best. They are so amazing. Oh, I went so many years without um, having them. Yeah, even when I did um, uh, my Nat Geo show, which was all like lines, they did all these host raps and stuff. We spent days doing. They ended up cutting them out of the whole thing. But <laughs> but the um, 
They were that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were, yeah, they were, they were that good. so good. Oh, they kept reading the show until the end, where it just like uh, I guess we're going to get picked up. And you know what that show was? Yeah, it was that a was... rip off of MythBusters. <laughs> you like, son of a bitch! That's, right. yeah, that's what they get. I guess that was right. their answer to MythBusters. Um, like the day you you stop your job, I start mine. Like what? <laughs> um, and so then I just needed to do like some stuff for adventure for my Kickstarter. I was like, I don't want to memorize it. I end up taping things under the camera. Yeah, and then I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to go and rent. Oh, you know what? I think we had another person I was shooting something for somebody else. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go rent a, a, a teleprompter. You can't be expected to memorize all this stuff. Yeah. And so I rent, went to look at renting and it was like 500 bucks. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, how's it work? Oh, it's an iPad. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, let me Google iPad. You know, like whatever. And it was like $400 to just go buy it. Yeah. Or six. I don't know. Something. It's a piece of glass. I mean, that's what it is. An iPad and a glass. And right. The iPad you, you provide. But then when I started using that, I was like, why have I not been using these yes. for 10 years? Ever since the, the first iPad came out, I should be using this. Yeah. You better fire that thing up for tomorrow. Oh, you're going to be using it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You got trust it? me. I can't expect you. you, you what are you guys running. shooting tomorrow? That's the Thursday and Friday. We're shooting the, the Between the Sheets with Steve McKen. No, I know. But what do you guys, what, what's the what's the so subject each, for tomorrow's shoot? We're doing the first oh, three cities. First cities at Peru. Oh, okay. And then we have. So little, are you going to like go around LA and like find a Peruvian restaurant? And... No, we're shooting it. They have a studio. Oh. And so we're shooting in there, but we're bringing in different things to shake it up. So some things he doesn't know about, some things I don't know about. Okay. Once I, and so the guys who do the show Brew Dogs and run the network are running the show. Like I'm writing it, all that kind of stuff, and then I hand it off to them. And then when I'm in the scene, I'm in the scene. Like yeah. whatever you guys are doing, it's on you. If you forget a cue, like it's not on me. Just because I want to be in the moment, and I'll, st- I'll start to drink, and then I just want to not have to worry well, about it. Trust me, things. he'll take over the whole thing. Yeah, yes. works, yeah. Steve's yeah. like, I'm the host of the. Oh, yeah. Here we go. No, did, did I tell you that time? Remember? Wait a minute, I have a question. Yeah. Have you seen that show, that beer show on uh, Viceland? No. Gold, Golden, Bre- Golden Road Brewery. Okay. You, you know Golden Road? Yeah, sure. Off, yeah. off the floor. And Burbank ish, yeah. 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 Uh, she's got a show on Viceland where she just goes around drinking beer, trying beer. Hmm. How old is she? She's probably in her thirties. It's so funny because you know you go to pitch your agent. I'm like, how about Viceland? He's like, no, they're not buying. They're not buying drinking shows. I'm like, of course they're not buying drinking shows. Just go and like that's the thing. Like an agent sometimes feels like they're the one to stop you before like. Just go. Put yeah. your balls on the line yeah. just for once. Just like, go try. Say, try. Just, just ask if they're if they're because like you know we're like we ha- it's like there's a huge fan base to three. It's not like MythBusters where it was like this this whole thing, this big machine. I mean, three sheets is just me. Yeah, it's me going around drinking. Right. And there's a huge fan base, and it's super simple. To just I mean, it's not a complicated show. Right. It's not super easy, but once you get the, the you know get the right people in place, it's not a huge crew. We travel with six people. Right. And it's like we talked to Brewdogs. They said sometimes they travel with. 15 20? to 20. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Really? Yeah, because they're building, they're building stuff. God, we only, like when we were doing Mythbusters, we would have maybe six people. Wow. Including. Not including you guys. Yeah, sometimes. Like wow. we, we had a lot or was it based in, you know. We were based mostly in San Francisco, but we had, when we would go on location, we had a main camera. Fucking chunky. Oh God! I don't even want to talk about that. No, I love that. That's a dangerous. We almost so... killed, we almost killed the director. I think you told me. Yeah. That. What happened? I mean, we we did we yeah. I had nothing to do with what it. What you doing? What happened? The uh, was he standing out in the field? It, it was one of the uh, pumpkin throwers. So, so I don't know if you know what this is. So there is an annual pumpkin chunk, and where is it? It's in Delaware. 
So it's, it's, it's a competition where these people build trebuchets and catapults and air cannons right. to see who can throw a pumpkin the farthest. And there's different classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's a you, fun... Trebuchets would be all in together. Yeah. Catapults would be together. Air, air cannons. Yeah. And it's like... And they would get them shooting like a mile, almost up to a mile. A like mile? these air cannons could fire a pumpkin almost a mile. I mean, it's... You did, and by the way, that's a gone. barrier. If you, if you looked at this competition... How long has it been going on? Do you know? Uh, a long time? But yeah, probably like 25 years. So ago. when it first started, probably like, 50 feet! All right! Yeah. <laughs> Bob Clampett, good job! <laughs> totally. And then, you know, they just totally. go get the pumpkin and bring it back. Totally. Now it's like a field that has to be like a mile long. And so what? The guy was standing in the... F- there was a... One of the air cannons, uh, the lid, like the hatch where you load the, the pumpkin, back. blew off wow. and flew in the air and hit one of the crew in the head. Wow. She had a hard hat on. Wow. And she survived. But I mean, oh it was, it, after that, it was like, okay, this is a, too dangerous. Like, never again. Yeah, there's no <laughs> there's no regulations, Jeez. is it? It's you know what people, I mean? Yeah, people just did. Uh, let's learn to weld. I mean, we knew that this was, we knew it was a dangerous <clears throat> event because things would go wrong. But it was always like, oh, no, far, you know, no, no harm, no foul. Like, nobody got injured. Yeah. But after this time, it was like, okay. How many times did you do it? Like five or six times. Wow. Yeah. It was a fun event. It certainly looked like fun. I yeah. mean, sometimes like, it was cold too or something. Right? Oh, it was freezing. Yeah. Did you get but, points like if your pumpkin was larger or smaller? Or... So the pumpkins were, they, they, it was like they weighed them. Oh, yeah. They would inspect, the judges would inspect them because some t- people would freeze them so oh, that wow. they would go farther. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, he's a bunch of shady. Yeah, well, they would so they would wait, fill so they would fill out? they would fill them with water. Wow. and then freeze them. So now they were a little heavier. Cannibal. Yeah, holy cow! That, and they would go farther if they were heavier. Sure. Yeah. Well, they're the, the wind resistance science or something. I don't know. So, no, maybe it was something to do with the because there was something that would happen called pieing. So if you shot your pumpkin and it would explode, oh, got it. The so force you would hold together, together you, you would that would be a default. Got you know it. that you would you would be got it. that shot would no longer be count, counted, and that's why they would freeze them. Is that it would keep the pumpkin intact? Yeah, yeah. and then wow. you could ramp it up. Who knew? There's so many things who, that went into who pumpkin knew? Throwing All right, last, last thing I'm going to ask you about before we move on to this trivia uh, game, where oh, you God, will be competing, you will be competing against Steve Uh-oh. for. Um, an adventure jacket. Woohoo! Um, cool. And available at adventure.com. And, well, but, but before we get to that, okay. you're working on uh, a horror movie right now. I Yes, yeah, so me and a old buddy from film school were writing a horror movie. Uh, we're going to do. Where was, what was film school? Uh, San Francisco State. Cool. And we're doing it ultra low budget. It's um, like $17? 20 $20. dollars yeah, okay. Okay. should be able to get distribution. Well, you could get Steve. covered with twenty. Uh, look, I, look, I just hired Steve for the behind the scenes thing. You can get Steve for twenty bucks. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll come be in your horror film. Yeah, but, but he's gonna, is it okay if I bring my wife. Vacation, funny. Awkward. <laughs> um, What's it about? It's about. I, I can't tell you because it's it's. I pitched it. True or false? It's about ferrets. Mm, false. Okay, we're getting now. We're yeah. narrowing it down. But I got a comp- I got a couple of production companies that are very interested in looking at it once the script is done, and the script is close to being done. But um, you're going to do it regardless. I'm going to do it regardless. That's why I'm writing it so low budget, mm-hmm. so that if I can't get anybody to finance this thing, I'll just do it myself. Man walks into a house. Man walks into a field. 
Yeah. Cheaper. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Explosion. Man climbs onto a plane. Yeah. Man climbs into a canoe. <laughs> see, I see. It's, there's, real, I see there's, what you're doing. there's easy ways to make a, a big budget, true or false. low budget. True, movie. false. There's a canoe in this movie. Don't know yet. Oh. <laughs> I could write one in. Yeah, write one in. I might write, one, write in. one in. I think that might be. I, I, like I, think like I might write that. That would in. be my Jack Skeletor, whatever his name was. Skeletor. So yeah, <laughs> Jack Skeletor. So, he man. <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> so you are. What's your plan? You're going to be done with writing the script when? Uh, probably by the end of the year. Okay. And production first quarter of 2019. Okay. Mm-hmm. You be so before. Awesome. So when you say you'd be. Like January one, you'll be done with the script. You'll be done with several rewrites by then, and you'll have people interested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they might help your micro budget. Well, the cool, grow. the cool, the cool thing that I what I have is so the Alameda Sheriff's Department, who we're good friends with because of our years of blowing stuff up with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this thing called Urban Shield. Okay. Which is like the Grudge. Mm, still What's it called? The Purge. No, <laughs> totally different. Like if, there, like, like, like if there's a homeland security issue, if there's like a terrorist attack or whatever, uh, they set these exercises up so that first responders and the police know to ha- how to handle a situation Got like it. that, right? And so they do these exercises, you know, once a month or something, whatever. And he's all, just let us know when you're going to film and we will time it with our Urban Shield. So if you need police and ambulances oh in the background you can your production value is going to go through the oh roof God, and amazing. i was like i love you guys that's great like that's, that's so i great. mean I just it's imagine having props yeah i need 15 cop cars i can't afford that but if they're doing an exercise i can go set up my cameras and just frame around you know frame them in my, oh my scene so cool yeah and they're like totally game for it can you guys be more like angry shake your hands around them. yeah good good Roll. Yeah. <laughs> can you stop checking your phone? I can see you on the camera. There's something bad happening, sir. Oh my god, yeah. that's amazing. Can you shoot something? Yeah. So, so you would direct it? Yeah. Did you see Sharknado, the first one? Yes. Were you in it? Mm. Did you get called to be in? Like there was, I think it was the third one. I got the call. Or fourth one. They're they're literally calling they everybody. Did, they called me and asked me to not to stop calling them. <laughs> I was that one. But I remember I watched it when it first came out and I watched it and I was like, my jaw hit the floor because they used uh, stock footage. Yeah. Of uh, and it happened in L.A. Right, and they used stock footage of uh, flooding. And the side of the car said Louisiana State Police, <laughs> and I was just like, "What? You you don't care?" Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't care, and I don't That's know cool. if they didn't know or didn't care. Oh, sorry, I have to ask you about this. But wait, your Mar- your buddy Mark Cuban was in fifth one. He played the president or the fourth one. Oh I don't know, God. one of them. Was he really? He plays the president. Who knew that that I never been sorry. Um, the um, the movie with James Franco about the movie the room. Oh, the room. The room. Disaster artist. Yes. Yes. Okay, so so have you seen Disaster yes. Artist? I've seen The Room. Wow! And then I saw Disaster. You Artist. You saw The Room in the theater. I saw The Room back in like because that was like a big cult film. I remember when in it came San out. Francisco. Do you, the, do you remember the billboard? Yes. It was like this black billboard and, with and it was the, and you thought it was a horror movie. And it was always there, and you're yeah. just like, maybe it's like a insurance company or something. Yeah, or know? or maybe they the billboard company went out of business yeah. and then they started leaving something <laughs> yeah. up random up there, yeah. like Angeline. Remember those Angeline billboards? Yeah. Like a lady in the pink Corvette. 
Yeah, but like the whole thing about the guy being from San Francisco and then using green screen in a in a studio to create a San Francisco rooftop. I mean, the whole thing is just it just blows yeah. my mind. Yeah, it's so amazing. But you saw Disaster Artist. I saw Disaster Artist, which was, and then you saw The Room. Okay, I didn't see the full movie The Room. Oh, you gotta watch it. I, I know, but I've seen a lot of it. There's a YouTube video which has like the 100 things yeah. about The Room. You've seen that? Yes, it's like all those moments of all just the moments. How did this? Who, who said this was a good idea? Yeah. Like the photo that they went to a frame store and it's just sitting there with like a random person or just like, but like, or when they, the takes of him coming out the room, I love seeing, I was watching the disaster artist, yeah, pausing it and then going and searching. So when I watched that whole thing, it took me about five hours yeah. of like, of, of that whole experience. Like when he comes up for his first line, it says, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, hi, Timmy. Like the whole thing yeah. of like, oh, oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mar- oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. She did oh, it. my God. Oh, I don't watch this. Oh, yeah. it's, you got to watch The Room first okay. and then watch Disaster Artist. I was because wondering about that. You, like, they did such a good job of recreating the movie. Mm-hmm. His character in the scenes, it's just like, oh, this is genius. And the guy, like, blew either four or five or six or eight or ten million dollars. No one really knew. knew. And, but we do know that he's made his money back. Yeah. making the worst movie because now they still air it at theaters and it's the new Rocky Horror. Yeah. People get there and yell things out. And whatever. he shows up and like signs autographs and yeah. Some, he takes off his sunglasses. But yeah, yeah, it was like $6 million movie. Yeah. And you're like, where'd that money go? But, like the movie's but so then bad. You, then when you watch the behind the scenes, which is the disaster artist, then right. you start to realize like, oh, the guy's... I gotta have him on the podcast. I'm gonna have him on the podcast. Oh my gosh. I'll figure it out. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. So I have trivia. Okay. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, definitely no. not. So, uh, so it's so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do ten questions. Uh, my hands and, are getting sweaty. Yeah, and oh. and so if you um, if you get whoever wins gets a, an adventure jacket. How right. many how many jackets do you have so far? Uh, zero. Wait, how many of the quizzes have you done? Several. I'm Several. Very, I'm not very good at trivia. Oh, uh, true. So you buzz in with your name. Okay. Don't buzz in with the answer. Steve. You know, there's just Tori. There's just two of you guys. Buzz in with the, the answer. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just just spit it out. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, true or false? A cello is Necrophilia. Oh, sorry. Well, it's true or false. Okay. <laughs> so now it goes to Steve. Steve, true or false? A cello is larger than a viola. Uh, true. Okay. That is a Steve one. Good. Uh, what is the preposition in man has walked on the moon? What word is the preposition? Uh, has, has man has walked on the moon. And eh. Tori, want to take a stab at it? Uh, has walked. No, uh, no, it's on. So Steve has <sighs> one. It's on, on. Uh, the Nobel Peace Prize is presented uh, annually in what country? Uh, Switzerland. And eh. uh, Denmark. And eh. close. You guys are both close. Norway. Uh, wrong. Difference. That was fifth grade. Here's second grade. Uh, the human shoulder is. Oh, well, you're a... dumbing it down for us? True. Yeah. True, true <laughs> We're or going false. to kindergarten. True or false. The human shoulder is a ball and socket joint. True. 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 Steve? Dude, I'm true or false. you. Salt is a mineral. True. 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 Tori? True. All right. Five more. Here we go. Which adhesive is usually used for paper mache? Candle wax, paste, or tape? Paste. Paste. That is a toy. You guys are tied up. Uh-oh. Uh, who was the very first U.S. Secretary of State? Also a president. Quincy Adams. Meh. 
You even know who that is? James Madison. Okay. Wait, say the question again. Uh, the very first U.S. Secretary of State. John Adams. No. Thomas Jefferson. <sighs> what country has the longest border with the U.S.? Canada. Canada. Tori is ahead by one. Uh-oh. Uh, which of the following is an acronym? Scuba, biannually, or lemon-lime? Scuba. Tori is, I think... I'll have to make this one worth multiple points and, and so to give you a, a chance here. Uh, what geological today. era are we in right now? Wow, that's crazy. I did not know that. Cenozoic. Jory, you win. Jory, you win. <laughs> you, win the, you win the adventure. You win the A value of $700. I almost said Jurassic. Yeah, that would have been... I almost said Paleolithic. You still would have won. You still would have won. <laughs> Um, so, all right, so we can follow you because your name is so unique. We can follow you on everything at Tori Belichi. Yeah, it's all Tori Belichi. We spelled it earlier. Yeah. awesome. Okay. There's a lot of Steve McKinnis in the world. So. Oh, too yeah. many. One too many, at least. Yeah. <laughs> and then we laughed. Uh, laugh well, you guys, it was really good to see you. you too. Thanks for having you, me man. on. Next time, we'll have you in the same room. How about next time you invite me on a trip? And, let, and pay it. for my ticket. And, and bring, oh, and bring your girlfriend. Bring your, bring your wife? girlfriend. And you can maybe. Yeah, or my wife. You can propose to her. Take my wife, please. Uh, I'm going to come visit wife? you in San Francisco. What's happening? <laughs> I'm going to hang up now and we're going to talk more. Bye. Well, you're here. Might as well join us. Welcome to Zane's World. So that was our interview with Tori Belici. He's Dude, interesting. Awesome. He's such a nice guy. He makes, he's into science. And I really I can't love his he did 14 yeah, seasons awesome. of Mythbusters. Yeah, I know. That's a long time. That's a I know. Really long. I know. I if we did 14 seasons of Drinking Made Easy, we'd be dead. We'd be dead. I know, but here's the here's the amazing part of it. So he shot 30 or something episodes a year. Each episode took like over a week to do. Yeah. No, no, 10 days per episode. That's crazy. 30 episodes, 30, 30 I mean, it was a full-time job. have 10 days shot. It was a full-time job. No, it's a full-time job. He worked so hard. That's you just think hard. he had people, like, like doing things like for him. fanning his hair, making him pizza. Yeah. No, he's Hooking just up passionate with his girlfriend. and good at what he does. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It's awesome. Agreed. Um, well, go check out uh, White Rabbit Project on Netflix. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that is great. You can, you can follow Tori at Tori Belechi. We spelled it during the podcast. T-O-R-Y-B-E-L-L-E. E C I I think. <laughs> a, B, C, and then you can follow and if you like uh cat pictures, you know what next in the next episode, Mel, yeah. we, we we're gonna talk about your whole this cat thing that you got going on cat right now. Thing. Yeah. It's not a whole cat, cat well, thing. Well it's a little more serious than a cat. It thing. is a little more serious because Mel has uh we've we have fostered cats. no, we have fostered twenty nine cats so far this year. We don't have nineteen. Oh but we don't have nineteen now. They've no. so placed it's a full on cat shit show. Yeah, we do have nine. It's not a cat shit show, Steve. It's a cat shit show. No, we have bags of shit right on the front porch every day. <laughs> After I clean the boxes and take it's, them out. I mean, it's, it's if true. If I had a little porta potty, I could take around. So, it so, uh, so follow an airplane, but great. it's good. That's awesome. So follow Mel uh, at Mel Lamprey. M e l l a m p r e y. Wait, can I take my cats on for therapy animals? <laughs> yeah, maybe. yeah. I mean, could you, you have uh, the one with the the little guy? He, he I don't know if you need like a vest or some veterinary thing, but I don't know. I, you got it. I'll send you the article. You can check it out. And then Steve. Uh, st- oh, okay. So Steve, your Instagram died. Oh yeah. Yeah, I lost my Instagram. <laughs> okay. That is definitely user error situation. And I lost it because you were promoting God, adventure on there. Like Steve, sky. can I post on your no, Instagram? I mean, I'm like, sure. no. I mean, it is gone. It's like straight it up gone. Wait, he's blaming it's it gone. on the company. Yeah, um, adventure. They took it over and they started tweeting on it, and it it just it got hacked out. 
packed out. So he, yeah, he he lost the whole thing. And he, I followed, feel he, like that was a relief to the followers. Let's be yeah. honest, because he was. I, had like, I only had like shit. five thousand followers. No, That's you did lot. not. No, no, no. You had like twenty or something like that. That's a lot. Something. I mean, All right. So something. now, so now you're building it but back thanks up. Thanks for the post yesterday. You you got me like uh, two hundred or four hundred followers. Okay. Wow, so, that's a lot. So uh, let's see if we can get you two more. Um, <laughs> so it's at Steve S T E V E right McKenna. Yeah. With a yeah. with a D. With a D at the end for oh. dude. Um, Dumb guy who dick. lost his email, his Drunk. Instagram. Drunk dick. What, what, you know what's amazing is that his last Instagram, the one he lost, yeah. was Steve McKenna underscore D. That's awful. I know. He had an Can extra someone please awful. find it? No, nobody's going to find it. You know how long it, it takes? It's so cover. silly to put an underscore. You know how long it says it takes to just say underscore? Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> some people it, it have was, to because Steve McKenna else is was not available. When I got my Instagram, I couldn't get at Steve McKenna. Okay, so you so lost your Instagram and then you found a better one? Yeah, now now I can get the one. I, now the one, the one with the underscore is not available. Science. I think I'm being hacked. You right have four. Now. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, you have like a stalker. Yeah, he has, he has yeah. 440 on. It's like um, a live hack. <laughs> What's that even mean? What does that mean? Know. Like if, if I. What's a live hack? So it's a, I'm getting live hacked. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so Steve, um, Ooh, yeah. So now he's got 440 followers. That's that's pretty good to go. Well, grow I had uh, six followers on Friday. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, bulge. yeah. We'll All talk right. about that. We'll talk about the Battle of the Bulge in LA on the next episode. Yeah. And so, your email, McKenna at gmail.com, if people want to email you some suggestions about what they'd like to get out of this program, that'd you know be fantastic. Yeah, about? please do. Can we, should we talk about next week? Yeah. What, is we, what are we going to talk about next week? Disneyland. Okay. And Done deal. Oh. Chocolate chip cookies. Okay. And okay. cats. Yeah, I got that one. Mm, pizza? Oh God, it's a lot to talk about. Uh huh. And maybe Mel's burritos. Okay, Those perfect. Yummy. Yeah, that's perfect. That's right. like slang. Okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Zane's World. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively at Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to tell your friends and don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Hey, it's Adam Carolla. Hey, this is Kelty Knight from Lady Gang. Hey, it's Steve Offs from the Steve Offs Show. This is Heather Dubrow from Heather Dubrow's World. Hey, this is Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana from Riggle's Picks. This is Caitlin Bristow from Off the Vine on Podcast One. This Veterans Day, I'd like to give a special thanks to all those who've served in the armed forces. From the Army, the Navy, the Marine Corps, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, and the Reserves. Because of your bravery, we can live without fear. Because of your valor, we can soar into the bright future. Because of your sacrifice, we don't have to sacrifice the liberties that we hold so dear. We could not do it without you. Thank you again for your service, and all of us at Podcast One hope you enjoy a safe holiday weekend. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! What is life? Life is about compromise. 
and realizing you can't always get what you want. Now you can always get what you want without compromise with the new Quattro Pizza from Little Caesars. With two slices each of cheese, pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, and sausage and bruschetta, it's four tasty pizzas in one, all for just seven bucks. Take that compromise. How's it feel to get literally everything you want in one large Quattro Pizza, hot and ready every day from four to eight at Little Caesars? Hmm? Pizza, 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 pizza. Participating locations for a limited time plus tax. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. 